0: yins guys thank you for listening to the bridge to bucktober podcast where we talk all about them pittsburgh pirates and that today's september 12th hope you had a great labor day weekend last weekend sorry for the week off buckos had another chance for a series sweep on sunday is it really that hard to sweep an mlb team Well, Labor Day weekend proved to be too much for us, as we did not have time to squeeze in an episode. (laughs) We had a window of time in the hotel room, and we were going to attempt it. We had everything set up. We were uh, getting our mics out, our headphones out, the whole nine yards, and we had some technical difficulties. Basically, we had a battery that needed charged, and we tried to let it charge. I think it lasted about five minutes. (laughs) And it was like, well, let's plug it in and see if we can make time later. We could not make time later. Uh, Everything was just too busy. There's a lot of people coming and going and pizza and hanging out and all of that. So, sorry for the missed week, uh, but we lost a bunch of games in Chicago, so it's not like we (laughs) missed anything. What's up, Jake? (laughs) How are we doing,
1: Josh? Yeah, I had a great time. I went to the game Friday night, walk-off win. Uh, Even though they didn't play the Pirates of the Caribbean clip with Hoist the Colors. Uh, Mm. It gives me shivers every time, and I love it. But, oh, well. You know, there is still zero quit in our battling buckos. You know, down one, they just fight back and scrap together. You know, I think it's going to be an interesting finish to the season because of that and because some of our guys are looking like they're fighting for spots on next year's roster. Nothing's set in stone yet. Uh, You know, Gamble, Alfred, Setsugo, all these guys, they have no idea whether they're going to make the team next year. Oh, and by the way, today is my wife's birthday. So happy birthday, Ashley. Love you. Happy
0: birthday. Happy birthday. (laughs) Happy (laughs) birthday. So same story. Two wins. Can't finish a sweep. Yeah. Is it really that hard?
1: It's pretty difficult. I mean, the major leagues is very hard to take three straight.
0: We have been yeah. in situations where we should have been able to finish it. Where we were in that situation today. We're uh, you know Sunday, and once again, you just, just fall short. you're falling short. You're missing it. And, and this
1: is what happens when you're. Comp- Trying not to lose a hundred games. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Like
1: it's yeah. just not a good year.
0: Yeah, I mean that's that is that is the exact like, oh yeah, well, you lost hundred. Yeah, we couldn't even finish sweet. Not one. You know what I mean? Yeah. There are still opportunities ahead of us, but not today. Right. Good series too. Friday yeah. night, the the walk off, you were there.
1: Yeah. It was a and
0: then and then Saturday. Ten runs, ten walks, showing patience, yeah. showing a, a a way to come back from behind. Mm-hmm. It's a very good series. Uh, we had,
1: we had quite a few homers on Saturday too, right? Well, just the know, Reynolds, two, and... just the
0: Reynolds and Gamble there to okay. to to get it close and tie it. But yeah,
1: I thought there was one more, but
0: but still get a series win. So that's good. Yeah. So Friday night, you were there.
1: Yeah, yeah, I had a good time at the game Friday night. Uh we we got in there. It was a little bit earlier of a start, usually seven thirty-five. It was a six thirty-five start. And uh, you know, we 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 tied the game up at three. We were down one, it was three to two. We tied the game up at three with two outs, and I was like, ah, might get some free baseball. No. <laughs> <laughs> Much better. Seeing that walk off win, uh, it was great. Key brian just clutch, man. He's clutch,
0: and down three one in the seventh inning, and and Alfred hits the home run. Is that like when it was three one? It seemed like, and maybe it was different, but you know, just from from watching, did it feel like, uh, you know, what I mean, the game's probably over or or what? And then the Alfred, so or did it feel like, okay, here's what we got to do, because they seemed flat a little bit until the Alfred home run, even. Yeah. But when well, he hit the homer, I felt like okay, you know what I mean. It changed for yeah. me. Is it yeah. was it the same feel at the stadium? You think?
1: I think it was. Um, one of the big reasons, it, at least, it was for me because I, you know, I don't know how much everybody pays attention <laughs> to the whole game when they're at the game. But Alford was zero for two, and he grounded into two double plays. Yeah, and I was like, oh man. Then he comes up and he hits his. I thought it was a huge home run cuz it was to me like to put two double plays behind you and come through with a really good at bat and you know get get yourself on the board per se in a tight game it was huge huge
0: Yeah and Rogers was cruising a little bit you know what I mean before that
1: Can we can we can we talk about Rogers for one second Yeah
0: yeah go ahead
1: Dude <laughs> I heard somebody from a couple rows behind me and they said, wow, this pitcher's hips don't lie. <laughs> what? Did you see his shimmy that he does when he, when he's in the uh, windup?
0: I don't know. The that whole I, time he's, I don't know. The that whole I time he's it. noticed it.
1: The whole time he's getting like his signs, like looking into home, he's wiggling his butt <laughs> the whole time. And I just thought it was something that he did on one pitch. And then Ashley's like, is he doing a shimmy? I was like, I think he's doing it
0: every dang pitch. <laughs> so we paid
1: attention, and he was the whole game. I don't know why we would right. picked up on that, but and you're right, he was kind of cruising. He had a groove going.
0: I mean, cool though to see Josh Bell hit a homer in that game too. It's yeah. always better to come out on top of that, but it's cool, right? So I'll, I'll I will say one thing I've been noticing is, um, is that Colin Moran has been using an old Josh Bell bat this series it's oh, got really? it's got 55 Josh Bell on it they pointed it out on one of the broadcasts i think that's kind of funny i wonder and i cuz i mean they haven't said anything about it any other time but i wonder if he was just like i got this bat that Josh left with me and now i'm going to use it when we play them in september you know what i mean yeah i wonder if that's just something that he's doing to say hey look i'm using your bat you know what i mean
1: yeah it was nice, too. They they did a little video for him, and yeah. he actually, you know, when he came up to bat, I believe it was the beginning of an inning. Um, when he came up to bat, I think it was the second inning. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah, they played a little video for him that, you know, he, he gave a little tip of the cap, you know. It was nice.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's not like he was there for a really long time, like when Marte and McCutcheon come back and things like that. But right. But still, he, I felt like he still had some – he still had some big at-bats, and he had the big season or mm-hmm. the first half anyway, but, I mean, you know, <laughs> yeah, it's enough. He was a guy that we were hopeful for and, you know.
1: Yeah, and it, it, and I think Pittsburgh did it right this time where, you know, they gave him the big applause and they gave him everything for the first at-bat. They didn't do it the whole game like they do for McCutcheon.
0: Well, you know I, what mean? I mean, like, McCutcheon gets a, yeah.
1: Right, but I'm just saying, like, you know, they did it. They did him right. You know, yeah, they, they gave him his props the first at bat, and they moved on. Yeah, and they they and they gave him applause when he hit the home run.
0: So Saturday, um, oh yeah 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 yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there, but no, you're good. Yeah, Saturday was, uh, I said at one point, we're just losing to the Dodgers today, because Josiah Gray, the big Dodgers prospect that was in the Max Scherzer trade, is dealing. At the time of you know me thinking this, and then the the bases clearing double by Keibert Ruiz, the big Dodgers prospect catcher, Yep. you know what I mean, who ended up getting clocked in the face, and that's not you never want to see that, no. Uh, but he's in the dugout today. Hopefully he's okay. But anyway, it did feel like oh we're getting, but then Gray just started walking everyone and. He left the game after five with six walks, five runs. Ro- I mean, just uh, kudos to, to the Pirates hitters for being patient and you know doing their job on the same yeah. night. And I, uh, I didn't think I was going to bring it up, but on the same night that the Cleveland Indians got no hit for the th- third time, kind of fourth time this season. Oh, wow. Are you kidding me? They struck out 16 times. Jeez. And it's I I I had tweeted uh, that the way the Indians are trying to avoid the no hitter tonight is by striking out 14 times and putting Corbin Burns up to 115 pitches. <laughs> but then they just brought in Hader and he finished it, and it was like the one guy's not going to do it today because we're just going to strike out. Yeah. It's one thing to get no hit. It happens to everyone. It's another thing to get no hit twice. And it's never been done to get no hit three times in a season. And to be striking out at that rate, at that rate, yeah. I feel like they're not even trying. You know what I mean? Right. Like, are you right. even trying? <laughs> Certainly they are. Right. Yeah. But if I was but. an Indians fan, I'd be like, change your name i'm so embarrassed we cannot go another year uh, uh too soon <laughs> <laughs> oh, we can't show funny. our faces like this again we have to change our name so people don't recognize us as the only team in mlb history to be no hit three times which by the way they were also no hit in a seven inning game yeah as part of a double header that is a team who's not even trying They hit home runs, they strike out, and they don't care. Yeah, and it's like, dude, put the ball in play. Yeah, that's it's. I mean, yeah, this isn't an an Indians pod, so I don't want to go too far into it. But here's what I will say, and this is just the this tells you how weird it is, right? This this tells you how weird it is. Zach Plesac has been on the mound for all three of them. He started all three of the no hitters. Wow. Which obviously has never been done. There's only one other pitcher in history to be on the mound for three no-hitters. And that guy, I forget his name now, he he had two in one season. But he had another one three years before that that he was on the mound for. But he did it all three this season. You got to start – I mean, Zach Plesak is a great pitcher too. He's not having a great yeah. year, but he he pitched pretty well Saturday. But – yeah, you got to start wondering when he gets up there. Like, can we just start bunting to avoid that? Yeah, <laughs> can we not Do let something. him d- get on base some? Like, well, I mean, they they had one walk, but I mean, sixteen strikeouts. I'd okay. be upset about a no hitter or sixteen strikeouts. Yeah, I'd be. Uh, you're never. I, to be honest with you, I'm never. I would never be embarrassed if if I got no hit because I feel like it just happens. Yeah. But sixteen strikeouts, it's gonna have to be I mean, it's Corbin Burns. He's had a great year, he's he's a great pitcher. But uh no thanks. <laughs> and you know that and MLB in general is making a big deal about the fact that there's been more now this is the ninth one, right? This is the most no hitters in MLB history. Well, if it yeah. wasn't for the Indians and the Rangers, and isn't there an isn't haven't the Orioles been no hit twice? Is it the Orioles? Who is it? Or the or the dime, one of these teams, right? Yeah. I'm and it's sure. like most of them are teams that are being no hit twice. So it's kind of like, well, are we really, is this a league-wide thing or do we just have some teams that don't care about getting hits?
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: They're just swinging for the fence with two strikes. Choke up. Choke up and put do, the ball in do play. something. You can't keep swinging for home runs with two strikes. I don't care what sabermetrics tell you. You can't keep right. doing it. Get on base. Make Agreed. them field the ball. Not to mention the Indians had two errors in the game. Oof. I mean, it was just a bad night. Yeah. But, hey, we've had a bunch of bad nights, which brings me to my next point. And this is I, – I didn't really want to go that deep into the Indians thing, but I do want to set this up a little bit because we're getting close. There are 19 games left this, far, uh, left this season.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: In order to avoid a hundred losses, we have to go eleven and eight, which seems hard. Yeah, nine of those games are against the Reds, right? Hmm. So yeah, now sprinkle in the games we got ten against the Marlins, the Phillies, and the Cubs. When you think of it that way, you're like, uh, ah, it feels possible. We're not going to lose all eight or all nine games to the Reds, right?
1: Yeah, the Cubs are red hot right now.
0: Right now, maybe they might not be. When we <laughs> face them, I mean, we're going to face it them at the end of be. the month. You know what I mean? Yeah. But anyway, the point is, it does feel a little bit possible uh, to go eleven and nine, but we've got to get hot in order to do it. Um, the next question is, and this is where it goes back to why this is coming from the Indians. The Indians after Saturday's loss were two games under five hundred. Right? That's it. Just yeah. two games under five hundred. So. How important is 100 losses? Does it matter? that You know what I mean? That's where I'm at. If the Pirates lose 99 games instead of 100, does it matter? Not really. It's a status thing, right? It's a, oh, but you're a 100-loss team. But are we not just going to say they're a 100-loss team? Even When's the last time you went into the store and something cost 99 cents and you didn't say it costs a buck? Right, you don't say it only costs ninety nine cents you're gonna just say it costs a buck, and maybe right. you do um you know that's why this is a question. Maybe it matters that it's two ninety nine instead of three bucks. You know what I mean? I mean, I guess if you're yeah. trying to tell somebody that you got a good deal on something, you would use the ninety nine so that what's that mean all off season, all we're gonna be doing is convincing everybody we didn't lose a hundred. We only lost ninety nine you know what I mean <laughs> no, 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 we yeah. didn't actually lose a hundred I mean. <laughs> you kind of did <laughs> you kind of did right <laughs> so that's where I'm saying yeah. like does it really matter and I, I just I don't think of a 100 losses the way that I think of a 500 season you know what I mean to win to go to go 83 and 81 and be above 500 that to me is actually uh, even 81 and 81 or 80 it would be 82 and 80. even yeah. even 81 and 81. It's like, hey, that's, a, that's not bad, especially if you're in a rebuild. You're like, sure, we didn't have a great year, but it's not like we were terrible, right? Right. But as soon as you're under 500, does it matter how far? If you end five games under 500 or 50 games under 500, does it matter? No, you stink, right? <laughs> or you stunk, at least, is a way to, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. It doesn't I- matter. The only thing that's different is when you're saying, like, oh, we're just a couple players away. Where if you're in the place where you lose a 99 or 100, you're more than a couple players away. Yeah. And we know our Pirates are basically an entire pitching staff away minus David Bednar. Pretty much. If If they had all new pitchers next season, except for Bednar, I think I'd be okay with that. Yeah. I don't think that I would beg for anyone else to return. He's been the only consistent pitcher we've had all year. Stratton's been fine as of late, but he had some he had his time too where he wasn't reliable.
1: I like Sam Howard though. The, that's fair. You know,
0: that's it, fair.
1: He's been solid almost all year. He's had so, a couple rough rough patches, but Yeah, that's fair. That he's, he's still younger, right? He's not super young
0: but he's, he's yeah, he's still he's arbitration at t- he's you know, yeah. he's going there so he's not I, I always I I know that was a weird I don't think of age sometimes I don't think of young as age sometimes as much as I do contract status. Yeah, well. Because it doesn't matter. He could be 22 if he's only 1 year from free agency, it's time to move him. <laughs> yeah. Unless you think you can extend him. But Anyway, that's kind of where I'm at with it is at this point, I'm not worried about a hundred. If I'm going to, if it's going to be, I mean, if it's going to be 99, then it's the same as a hundred.
1: Yeah. At this point, at this point, I'm just, it's whatever. Yeah. It doesn't doesn't matter. matter. It's got to
0: change. Right. You know what I mean?
1: Things are going to have to be different next year. That's the thing.
0: Yeah. Now is not the time to figure out who your favorite player is unless his that last name on his jersey is Reynolds or Hayes. If <laughs> it's much. not those two guys, just don't get attached. You're right. Because it, even, if, even if it's a guy that's there next year or a guy that's been there for the last few years, it doesn't matter because we lost 99 games. If things don't change, chances are we're going to do it again. Yeah. We need turnover as much as I complain about the NFL and going into the NFL season saying, I don't know who plays for who other than quarterbacks. <laughs> you never know because the whole yeah. entire roster changes every offseason in football. Mm-hmm. And the saints just had that moment with Latavius Murray. If you guys don't follow football, just ignore this. There was a guy, he's a running back. He had a, like he has a contract, but there's a deadline for the NFL where if you don't if you cut him by this deadline then you don't have to pay him. Baseball's not like that. We're guaranteed money, right? Yeah. Well, they said, "Will you renegotiate your contract to take less money?" He said, "No." They said, "You're cut." What? <laughs> I mean, he's a uh, he's a pretty good player.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: But hey guys, salary cap, those are the kind of crap that happens when you have a salary cap. I understand that as Pirate fans, we know that we don't have the money to spend that other teams do, but if you get a salary cap, then don't get used to anybody on your team. Mm -hmm. Because when you have to finish, when you have to spend the same money as everybody else and there's a limit on that money, then when you can't afford somebody, you just flat out can't afford him. Yeah. And if he's a great player, who cares? He's gone because we can't afford him. Not because you don't have the money to do it, but because you're not allowed to spend more than that right and they do it for competitive balance but what it does is it makes players if you think there's movement in baseball right now with players going to other teams you wait and see what it would be like with a salary cap it would be awful yeah it would be awful the NFL is hard to have a favorite team unless you live in a town with a team in that town that's easy yeah. but if you're if you're a player kind of guy i mean play fantasy football because you, the The movement is absurd. yeah now there's different ways you can do salary caps too. Uh, the NBA does a salary cap where if you uh, if you sign a guy that already plays for you, then part of that salary is doesn't count against the cap because you're retaining players. Hmm. so there's there's you're rewarded a little bit for extending your players where if you signed a free agent, you'd run out of money eventually. You know what I mean? So it gives incentive to teams to keep their players for longer term, which I think would be good if something like that could be implemented. But either way, this isn't our salary cap episode, but (laughs) (laughs) um, off on a tangent there. But the idea is that things will change this offseason, and they have to. Because we, yeah. we do not want to be next September talking about 100 losses again. In this rebuild, right. realistically, we want to talk about improving by, it seems a lot to say 15 Any? games.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, I see what you're saying. You know said. what I mean? It seems a lot yeah. to say
0: 15 games, but if you could end up, I mean, you're still going to be under 500, more likely, more than, uh, yeah, say that sentence. <laughs> more likely than not, you're going to end up under 500. Right. You can't change that much about a team that quick without doing some sort of damage, you know what I mean, to to your future. Right. I mean, you only get what you can get in free agency and by bringing guys up and whatnot. It's, it would be awful hard to improve by that many games. So 10-15 games would be, like 10 games I think would be a very modest improvement if they play better and got better by 10 games, let's say pitching's still awful, but our offense looked better, then you could improve by 10 games. Or let's say we have a few pitchers who helped us win 10 more games that were like, hey, these guys are pieces, and that's good. Mm-hmm. But you'd really like to see like a 15-game improvement, but that's going to look very radical. Speaking of one of these guys that could be a bounce-back candidate, Stephen Brault left the game after two innings Friday night.
1: I was so confused when he left the game. Well, they said shoulder they tightness or
0: arm it. tightness. Yeah. Yeah, they they never tell you when you're at the game, which is frustrating. Yeah.
1: It took, like, I think it was the seventh inning, I think. I Ashley saw it up on the board. Yeah.
0: So, turns out, Saturday, injured list again with a recurrent left lat strain. So, basically, in my opinion, he's not coming back. He's done. Yeah. You're Once again, we're looking at 100 losses. Shut him down. Yeah. No. W- what's it going to help? So you're not gonna increase his his uh his trade value by doing that. Right. He more than le- he more more than likely will be traded. Well, I cannot get that phrase out tonight. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Anyway, um yeah, I would guess he's done. He had two straight bad starts going into that start. So while where he was looking good, he started looking okay. Brew Baker's coming back sometime soon. But it looks like we're going to see Will Crow, uh, Bryce Wilson, Dylan Peters, Mitch Keller, Brubaker. I mean, this is going to be our rotation. One other guy. They he said six guys is his plan. You know what I mean? For
1: yeah, for the rest of the year.
0: Yeah, just because health and and uh, you know call ups. Not even that. Uh, workload is uh, is okay. what he said. Is what his quote said. So yeah. We're looking at 20 – there's been some things written about Sherrington where he's saying the pressure's on, we've got to get better. And so know that, that we're saying while we know that this rebuild takes time, you can't continue – you can't lose 100 games again. Right. you got to show that there's other ways that you can win, and it's not just by a bunch of waiver claims and guys that may or may not work. You know what I mean? I do. So, that I mean, that's where they're – they're going to try to improve, even if it's not – The future, it's still put guys on the field that are capable of winning some games so that we can watch games that are being won. Pittsburgh does not... Pittsburgh is a major league baseball town, not a minor league baseball town. So it's fair if you're a fan who doesn't care who's in the minors. Like, it's okay. I know we talk a lot about the prospects and we have hope because of the prospects, but -hmm. that doesn't make the Pirates win games. Right. And it's okay to sign guys on one year deals and win some games, even if they're on their way out. Yeah. It's fine to do that. You've got the money to spend. Go ahead and spend it for the fans, even though it's not going to put them over 500, it's not going to put them in the postseason. But, play more exciting baseball and we're going to start bringing up young guys. And if you're going to start losing a hundred games with them, like that's not going to help key Brian Hayes and Brian Reynolds to go out there and be the only two players that are doing well. You got to think that that has had something to do with Hayes struggles a little bit this year. I mean the injury obviously, but you, you know what I mean? You got to feel, and I know that these players have no lack of motivation. Like, they're getting paid to be there. There's your motivation if you don't have any other right. ones.
1: Right, it's their job.
0: But they also want to do good. And we know that because, like you said in the, in the deal, there's zero quit. Right. Like, they go out there and they fight. If No one can really look at this team and say, well, they're not even trying.
1: No, if you do, you're not actually watching the games. You're just looking at the win-loss record. That's
0: right. That's right. And you're not even looking at the box score to show – You know they've had several come from behind wins where they are down more than three runs and have come back. I'm pretty sure they're tied for the most in the in the majors or at least the National League in in comebacks. I think it's like nine games or something like that, maybe more than that. I don't know. Which is crazy when you consider there's only 50 wins on the board. Right, fifty. You know, a a few more than 50. But anyway, yeah, that they they certainly are playing because these guys want. They want to keep playing, so that's part of their motivation, too. Kevin Newman's playing to get a job. If it's not with the Pirates, he's hoping somebody picks him up.
1: Does he have any chance whatsoever to win the Gold Glove?
0: I have no idea.
1: I mean, my goodness. He didn't make an error until three-quarters of the way through the season.
0: I know, and the metrics are going to look at more than that. Uh, I've seen him range more than I've ever seen him range this year, too. Yeah. So I think Mm -hmm. that's – I mean, I think that's – I just don't know. I don't know if he has a shot at it or not. You
1: got to think he's got to come up in the conversation.
0: He's going to, yeah, I would think at least, at least for some, I think he'll get at least some respect in the, in the regard. But I mean, now that we have Lindor in the national league, it's he's going to make it even harder.
1: Yeah, but he's had a terrible season.
0: Has he on the field though? You know what I mean? Cause yeah. what you do at the plate doesn't matter. I mean, Newman's had a terrible season too, right? <laughs> when you really just say, how's been? How was his year? Bad. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, but he did yeah. make errors. Well, but I mean, Lindor just makes unbelievable play after, you know what I mean? Even if he's made some errors, his range factor and whatnot has got to be through the roof. Yeah. But, and you know, you know how it goes. Names get recognition more. It's votes. It is. There's no hard, it's not like who, who's the batting champion this year. There's, who has right. the best high batting average? That's all that matters. Do you qualify right. and is it the highest? That is a. There's no votes involved, so there's you know what I mean. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I don't know. I think we just got like one more thing here. I know that. Um, I know that we've kind of flown through here a little bit, but. Uh, right field's kind of been a thing that we've been looking at, and I know that it, we asked the question before the Polanco release well, who in the heck are you even going to play in right field if if he's not there? Mm-hmm. And it has been a – it's been a group. I thought it would actually be more people than that. Once Michael Chavis got hurt, I think he would have had more of an opportunity. Yeah. But in the last couple of weeks, it's really just been three guys. It's been Gamble, Tsutsugo, and Tucker. And those three have really been doing the rotating in right field. And, and when Gamble's not in right, he's in left, so – Really, you know what I mean? Yeah. But Sutugo, I mean, Tucker's kind of been around, but mostly shortstop and right field. And Sutsugo has some time at first base as well. But I I yeah. would say if I'm looking at those three, I would hope, even though he's been good, I would hope Susugo doesn't play for the Pirates next year. <laughs> I mean, because this is what I'm saying. Like, first off, we have a lot of 40-man roster spots. We have a huge... Right. And it's not just, and it's like, oh, well, who are we going to release to make room for these guys that we want to protect? It's not just that. We also need to sign free agents to become a better team. Right. So we have to get rid of 40 man roster guys so that we can bring in free agents too. Yeah. So I'm looking at that saying, well, hopefully Yoshi's not playing for us next year. And yeah, and and he's
1: been hitting, he's been hitting the crap
0: out of the ball, but lightning in a bottle. Yeah. Did the same thing with Nagowski. He fell apart too. Yep. It's lightning in a bottle. Good. Then let somebody else go pay you. Right. Uh, it's just not in my interest to take a shot on a guy who hasn't, you know what I mean? Like there's just no reason. Right. He's a first, I mean, he's playing right field. We've talked about this, but he's a first right. baseman. Yeah. If we're still going to have Moran, which I'm guessing we're still going to have Moran. I don't think he showed up enough to be traded in the offseason. Maybe, maybe a team says, yeah, I'll take it. Yeah. But my guess is they'd let they'd want him to prove himself a little bit and then go to a team mm-hmm. once somebody's injured and they need him. But uh I would venture to say, and it kind of pains me because if you go back and you listen to episode one, we were probably more high on Tucker than I'm about to be in this next sentence. But I would not be surprised if he's DFA'd or released altogether. Just let him sign somewhere else. Tucker could still be a good player. I just don't think that we're in position to allow it to happen here. Right. When we have this many guys that need protected or else they'll be taken from us, or we're in a position where we need to figure out who can actually. Now, there are scenarios that Tucker sticks around. Sure. Right. Part of those scenarios is that Newman's no longer here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. But Tucker certainly will not be an option for the outfield <laughs> if he no. if he's not going to play short or second. I just don't see him. I, I don't know where he fits, and it's time. He's either going to play in the majors, and we're going to try to get something from him, or it's time. Yeah. So I just i I don't know. But Ben Gamble, on the other hand.
1: Ben Gamble's been playing extremely well lately.
0: I could see um, him being a part of this team next year, no doubt.
1: Yeah, I mean, and, and you can tell that that he wants it. He's yeah. going out day in, day night, day in, day out, making unbelievable catches in left and right field. Like, it doesn't matter. Uh, he, he puts good at bats for you, even if the average doesn't show there all the time. Yeah, I think he's I think he's a. I think he's a major league baseball player. You know what I mean? I just think he's I think he's a guy that you could you'll see around next year.
0: Yeah, and I think he's also a guy who not only you'll see him around next year, but he would be a he would be a solid fourth outfielder on a team. Yeah, I think if he was my fourth outfielder, if I had three starters, I feel like he could be a fourth outfielder on a good team. You know what I mean? And and not be like, oh, yeah, well, we have we have Gamble out there as our start. I mean, maybe even if he's hitting eighth on a good team, he could be a starter. But the idea yeah. is if you're going to say, well, he's he's a guy who we could be our fourth outfielder and feel comfortable. And, the, and one of the reasons I say that is he's arbitration um, next year. I think the earliest he can become a free agent Is 2023, but he has four years. No, because he's got four years of service. I don't know if he can get to free agency early, but so maybe not even, maybe he's there. Maybe he could do arbitration for two years before free agency. Yeah. But I'm not sure about that. I'm not sure because if he's just over four, then he'd be just over five or no, he was just over four coming into this season. So he'd be over five now because he's played all year. So yes, he'll be a free agent. So next year or la- next year is arbitration, and then he's done. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's an easy one. I think he comes back, and then I think maybe next trade deadline, before he's a free agent, that's probably a guy that I see him coming back. Like you said, he's been playing really well lately. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, three forty-one on base. I'm I'm fine with that. You know what I mean? So, and I think that's his numbers. That might be, that's baseball reference uh, at the time of recording. may not have been updated from today's game or not. But but either way, he's right around that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I agree. I think Ben Gamble has earned whatever his arbitration gets him to. I don't think he's a guy that's going to be gone. Unless somebody calls and says, we want Gamble on our team, we'll give you a couple prospects for him. Then maybe it makes a little sense to absolutely to maybe talk about who those prospects are. And I'm yeah. sure if it's just two young arms that aren't in somebody's top 30, it's probably not worth it. But if a team would ever chance a top 30 prospect for, for Ben Gammel, I feel like you almost would have to take it.
1: Yeah, I could see that happening.
0: You know what I mean? I mean, a top 30 for somebody who is probably going to be somebody's backup would be, that'd be a tough sell. But if a team's really one guy away and they want it to be a one year deal, then I could see it happening but yeah. outside of that that'd be a tough <laughs> or maybe their system's really bad and top 30 doesn't mean much <laughs> you know what I mean yeah which could happen but either way i would I would venture to say I agree with you i I think Ben Gamble will probably be back next year uh but then that that'd be it and he's on his way out after that.
1: If he made it through the whole season. If, if he, he made played, it through the whole plays, season. If he plays well, well enough to get, catch the attention of other teams, he, he'll he'll be traded next year.
0: Right. right. And that's what needs to happen. Understand, yeah. guys, I don't say that to say, well, he'll just be traded if he gets good. No, 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 no. If you're facing free agency, unless the Pirates think they can bring him back on a free agent contract, maybe a two-year contract to be a legitimate backup, and and make backup money. I don't know why he would take that deal if there's another team who would say, I'll give you starter money to be a starter on our team. I think as a a guy who's going to free agency, you want to see what other kind of deals are on the table. And as soon as you start doing that, chances are the Pirates are going to get outbid. So if you do that, you just lose a guy and you get nothing in return. Right, But that player has the right to do that. That's what free agency is all about. So Mm -hmm. I'm all about him going and exercising that right. He doesn't owe anything to the Pirates. He's he's just trying to work. And if, if you had two job offers on the table, you'd have to really, really, really love the place that you're taking less money for to go there rather than go to the person who's offering you more money. Right. You know what I mean? You'd have yep. to go back to Ken Griffey Jr. saying, I understand what the Yankees are offering me, but I don't want to play for the Yankees. Yeah. And then he went to Cincinnati. You know what I mean? Like, it was about the fact that he didn't want to go to the Yankees. He could have got a, a lot more money. But he said, I don't want to play for the Yankees. So it has to be a situation like that. And Griffey wanted to play for the Reds because that's where his dad played, and it's closer to home. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, because he's a PA that's guy.
1: That's the old uh, Biggio Bagwell thing, you know, when they were in Houston, they went to the front office and said, We want a pay cut because we want to win in Houston.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. And they did that
1: and then they that's him yeah. bought Carlos Beltran.
0: Yeah, that's a much uh better example of want like taking less money to be where you wanna be. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like if you're if all things are equal, I mean you remember back in the A-Rod days when he was leaving Seattle, they were all like, you were offered money to go here and here and here on these winning teams. And instead you went to, you know, instead you went to Texas and everybody said, I can't believe how much you signed that contract for you. Nobody's worth that money. And he said, listen, they're the ones that offered that money to me. Mm -hmm. Who am I to say, no, that's too much. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, Yeah. Think about that for a second. Go to a job interview and let them offer you money and then say, no, 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 no. I was thinking about 10 less than that. You're never going to do that. (laughs) No. You're never going to do it.
1: You're not going to do it.
0: Yes. the, The amount of their money is disturbing to some, but if you've seen how much money Major League Baseball makes, well, it makes more than the business that you're interviewing for. Trust me.
1: Oh, yeah. You yeah, know what I mean? For sure.
0: Chances are, I mean, obviously, I don't know who's listening to this and who you work for, but <laughs> certainly more than my employer, MLB makes more money than they do.
1: Yeah, same.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't, I don't expect to make that much. It is a, it, if the players aren't making it, the owners are pocketing it. So, right. I'd much rather the players make the money. Anyway, I that's like two tangents for me today. <laughs> but the idea is that pe- we need to trade guys. We have to. Yeah. I understand that we all want to keep guys, but, like, this isn't Willie Stargell 1970s. Things like that don't happen. There is a thing right. called free agency that ruined all of it. But, now, but that's good for the players The free agency exists. For the players. Right. Just not for fans of teams who don't want... Who want to have the same team on the field every year, which... God bless us all if this team's on the field next year for the Pirates.
1: <laughs> yeah, I I really do. For some of the people out there who want to see extensions and stuff like that, I, I, I do feel like with the amount of, I'm just going to, for this lack of a better word, with the amount of love that Ben Sherrington has showed Reynolds, I wouldn't be surprised if we get him on an extension. Yeah, I really wouldn't. And that's a, that's your, that's going to be a got to watch contract status wise. We're not going to keep more than one guy and we're not going to keep him forever. Just like we couldn't keep McCutcheon forever. No. We had McCutcheon for nine years.
0: Yeah. And the last couple weren't ideal.
1: Right. So.
0: And then uh, he, it hasn't been ideal since he's been gone. So had we paid all that money, uh, you know? Yep. We'd be actually in worse place than we are, or in a worse situation than we are right now. I mean, certainly worse because we got Brian Reynolds out of it. But
1: right. But you know, but again, you can. We we also signed what three three guys at that point in time on extensions, three or four guys to extensions. Well, the whole the dream
0: outfield was all signed to extensions. Harrison was signed to an extension. Um, I know there was a couple others where were brought in not for big, but you know, like Harrison's I think was four years, Mm -hmm. but there was a couple other, but the big ones,
1: didn't they sign Tabata?
0: Tabata was signed to an extension. And so, I mean, that's what you're looking at. If Marte and McCutcheon's worked out, which I would say they did. Yeah. And Polanco's and Tabata's didn't, I would say Harrison's did, even though that was a shorter one. right? Right. The pirates have shown, or let's say nutting because the front office is entirely different. Nutting has shown that he will allow his GM to spend money on extensions. Like that's happened. He's shown that he's proven that time and time again with, I mean, we just named four of them and I'm sure there's been other or five of them. I'm sure there's been others that have gotten, you know, you know, one or two years even of an extension of some sort, Mm -hmm. but there's, there's been money spent in extensions, and those are specifically good before a player hits hits uh, arbitration because for a player that's within those six years, they're not guaranteed anything. Right. You know what I mean? And so for them to say, uh, for instance, what was, uh, you know, let's say it's like even $50 million, which isn't a giant contract, right? But if they sign you for a six-year $50 million deal, Yeah, you're guaranteed fifty million dollars. That's a big deal. And yes, if you played it out and you went to your six years and hit free agency and and let's say the Pirates had two years of your free agency bought, you probably could make an extra if if things went well, six seven million. I mean, Polanco next year would have been the last year if they had pick if they'd pick up the option, which obviously they're not going to. They're going to pay the three million buyout. But it was like $14 million, right? And mm-hmm. had things worked out, he probably would have been a player that could have been worth $20 million. So maybe add $6 million for a couple of years. So you're probably leaving about $12 million on the table, which is a lot of stinking money.
1: That's a lot of money.
0: But, but think about this. Polanco made out pretty good. Yeah. He would have never been paid the amount of money he was paid had things just played out. So for a young player, those extensions are good for you because you get a guaranteed amount of money. That is the only way the Pirates can deal with free agency is by buying two or three years of a player's free agency before they go hit it. And second note, we got a bunch of young guys right now, one being Nick Gonzalez. They better put him on the fast track. Yeah, Because if they don't and he makes his debut at 24, you can forget about it. We've talked about this with a couple of our guys right now, Hayes and Reynolds both. When they hit free agency right now, they're going to hit it at like 30 or 31. So if they make it big, they're probably not good candidates for an extension that buys two years of free agency. Because now he's not hitting free agency until he's 32. Yeah. And that's not good. Because now you're saying... Well, now I'll, now I definitely, they're going to call me old and I'm not going to get my big free agency money. So I can't do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? It wouldn't be smart in that sense. So to me, that would be hard for him to sign it unless it's one year and then a mutual option or something like that. It can't be a club option. It's going to have to be some sort of mutual option for those free agency years in case he gets to the point where he says, okay, well, when I'm 30, or let's say we buy out two years. So going into my age 32 season, if there's not a lot of outfielders out there, I might decline my option and test the waters. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because he will be 31 the first time he's able to be a free agency or free agent. So if he wants to sign a five or six year deal, he's got to do it that year. He's not going to be able to do it after that. That's true. So that's kind of the scary thing about that, but, and I don't know who his, I don't know who he works with. Right. I don't know his agent. Obviously, we know if it's Boris, forget about it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I thought that Baseball Reference mentioned that. I don't see it, so I, I don't. I don't want to dig for it in the well. You know, in the middle of this, but. Sure. Yeah, I mean, it sure would be nice if if they could. Throw some money at him. He's still pre-arbitration. He will be. You know what I mean? And so once he starts hitting arbitration, it's gonna be uh that's you'd like to not worry about arbitration. Sign him through that. Right. Give him a about couple options. Years out. Yep. Make make both of his free agent years mutual options, club and player, so that he has an opportunity to accept the option or to decline it. And go to free agency if, if he could. That's the only way you're going to get him in there. And if he feels like we got something good going here, he'll stay here. And that's the plan. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? That's the plan. But, all right. Uh, I think that's good about uh, about time to wrap it up here. So, closing thoughts. Uh, a Bradenton clinched a postseason spot. Saw the tweet come out from them today. That's good. Nice. We haven't uh, we haven't given out a you got a oh, one huh? yeah. yeah yeah so I I understand it's not Pittsburgh I get it so we're not you know saying all oh, the Pirates organization is back not there yet but it is a sign that there are things going right in places yeah. that's a postseason team I think Greensboro is probably close. Uh, Altoona may be close to getting in. Uh, I don't think Indianapolis is. But, you know, it's um, it's a good sign. It's a good, yeah. you know, we, we've we got young players in different positions um, all throughout the minors. It's, it doesn't mean that there's a guarantee, but it's a good sign. Right. Let's hope that Sherrington can continue to show the improvement and – and whatnot and and we can see what we never saw with Huntington, and that is a lot of progression uh through the minors. but yeah, um yeah, I guess uh the only other thing is don't don't get attached. this team will be different. yeah, what do you got?
1: and just be patient, be patient with the new look office of your Buccos. like we were showing in the lower levels, good things are happening down there. Let's let this play out, and we can judge them later. We have to give this new management an opportunity. We have to yeah we owe it, yeah, let's go bucks,
0: yeah, let's go bucks. Um, I know we're positive,, uh, but w- we understand that this was has been a bad year, yes, we also just expected it to be bad. And that's why we say. It's all right. We understand what's going on. Sure, I yeah. want to see a good team, but I'll tell you what. I've watched a team who continues to try. Yes. Who continues to battle, and that's been refreshing. It could it could have been a lot worse. I agree. So, they're not going to lose 110. I guarantee that. I mean, obviously, you can't guarantee that, but it's not going to happen. No. <laughs> It's not going to happen. So let's go, Bucks. Let's go, Bucks. Hey, guys, check us out on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram reach out to us, talk to us, send us info, feedback, all of those things, how much you hate us, how much you like us, whatever it is, we want to hear from you.
1: Go back.